Good I know. Good now you're That's right, listeners, and welcome along to the Sorry Not In Service podcast. Yes, you downloaded it from the internet. And what else could you have got from the internet? The IMDB page, perhaps? Or bbc.co.uk forward slash snickers. Oh, google.com. <laughs> That's right. All of the hits. Uh, so it's the four of us. Uh, four, the four websites just mentioned plus uh, sorrynotinservice.com. So what a wonderful, wonderful set of websites you can go and visit after you've listened to the next podcast. Which is the next one? This one. Podcast spill in aisle four. Sorry not in service. Sorry not in service. Sorry not in service, 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 sorry not in service. 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 Yes, Spaniara. It's <laughs> good, isn't it, Will? Uh, Simon, that sounds an awful lot to me. Like, you've suddenly realised that you're going to be, um, like, in need of doing a language of some sort. What's going on there, boy? Well, sir, that was Polish, William, and I'm, I'm Polish. I've been learning Polish this week, and uh, I'm off uh, I'm off, uh, off to Poland uh, on Sunday, which is jolly exciting. So, dobry wieczór. Certainly, certainly. Yes. So, there we are, listeners. So, for those of you not of the Polish disposition, hello, good evening. My name is Simon. His name is William. This is Sorry Not In Service. Sorry Not In Service is great. Bit arrogant. That's the polls for you. No, it's all right. Well, it's, it's finished. Yes, uh, for the non-Polish speakers, this is uh, Sorry Not In Service. Uh, welcome along. Um, and it's gonna be... are, are the Polish speakers not welcome then, Simon? You are digging yourself <laughs> a fun little hole there, boy. No, certainly not. I the made... arrogant Poles aren't welcome, made, are they, Simon? I made the arrogant Poles welcome with my Polish language at the top of the show. And then you told them that if they speak Polish, they're not welcome? No, 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 no. no. They're allowed to have the first 10 minutes and 25 look, look, seconds of Sorry Not In Service and they is, have to leave. This is official Sorry Not In Service policy that both Polish speakers and English speakers are very welcome. I think it's still alienating quite a few people there, Simon. Well, they've got to impress me. Uh, William, at the, top, at the top of the show, we do a little bit of sort of, you know, like... Uh, oh, you know... Seg- seg- used, segregating nations. We used nations. to flounder a bit here, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we used to sure. flounder. And then, ah, lightning struck, as it has struck so many times into my eyes. Um, yes. Yes, yes. And um, we thought, well, what we need is some kind of... Um, formatting point of the show... So uh, that's right, listeners. So a couple of anecdotes uh, just to kick us off. Oh, that was William's anecdote. What a, yeah. what a, what a rum do that was. Uh, William, how, how are we going to decide this show? Who does the first anecdote? Whose headphones am I going to pull out? Yours. Okay, so it's your turn. <laughs> so William's pulled out his own headphones, which means it's my turn to give the first anecdote, listeners. Uh, and my anecdote is um, primarily toilet and groin-based. 
So ideal fare for ten past eight. Hey, in all fairness, Simon, it's the great leveller. It certainly We've is. We've all heard a story from you about either your toilet or your groin. Yeah. Everyone has heard that. Yeah. It's the great leveller. Sure. Carry on with sure. another one of your groiny toilet tales. <laughs> um, well, listeners, we've all got our favourite pants, haven't we? Um, no. No? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I have my favourite... favourite genre of pants? I've got, I've got my favourite pants, and they've been with me for a long time. And uh, the old, old her indoors, the old Carla, uh, the wife, the old ball and chain, she's been on to me for ages to get rid of them, because they're, they're sort of fraying at the edges. And, uh, the edges? Yeah, yeah, certainly around it's with this sort of, what would you call that? Waistband. Waistband, that's right. So fraying, fraying at the waistband? I know, it's most peculiar. Um, but um, I think they finally, they finally gave way uh, on Thursday. Right, um, and uh, I put them on, and uh, they were sagging at the waist, and yeah. it didn't yeah. it didn't look great. It's not a strong look. It still felt quite nice. Yeah, because they're, they're my favourite favourite pants, of course. Uh, but they were slightly baggy. I don't think the elastic was really doing doing its job. Um, so anyway, I, I thought, well, okay, maybe this is my last day with them. Um, so oh, I, I, I trotted off to work in a somber mood, yeah. and uh, and try not to be surprised, so as not to spoil the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, and um, and got, got to work. And uh, and one of the things that I do is is when I'm at work is go for a go for a toilet break, a convenience break, if you will. Oh, it's one of the things you can do at work, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, certainly. It was number ones this time on their time. And, yeah, that's right. And uh, getting paid to wee. What a day. Uh, and uh, so I, I was busy finished the finish the job off, and I stood there and I, I was doing the normal process, zip myself up, and um, now listeners, I'm. It's it's not not unusual for a man of my sort of you know vintage and social background to um to to be the possessor of um you know hair. Beard. Oh no, hair. Right. <laughs> so, hair. I was pointing at the beard. You were pointing at the beard to indicate you know, what pant hair. Yeah, yeah, pant hair. Pant hair. Yeah, pant hair. And yes. I don't really tend to think too much about zipping up because I've been doing it for thirty two. I mean, years. You, you're sat there right now with it with it undone. <laughs> I am. I do, I'm you just are. So you well, what's fiddling up. with this? <laughs> so I went up as as you do, sort of quite a few times a day. He's doing the action, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing and, uh, the action. Extraordinary stuff. The here. zip got caught up in the uh, well, the, the pant, pant hair. hair. Pant hair. At which point I let out a little, or quite a large yelp. Yeah. Um, as you would do, um, and um, left the toilet. Um, what? Only to find that a lawful lot of my colleagues had turned up for the afternoon milking and were pretty much all stood outside the toilet listening to me yelp in there. Listen to you do a tiny yelp and then you emerged like, hastily yeah. with, a, with a quantity of pants hair <laughs> caught in a zip. Yeah. 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 Big time. That raises a lot of mysteries, doesn't it? You know, it's like a kind of Roald Dahl Tales of the Unexpected thing. What's going going on there? Oh, what, for After them? this Yelp. Yeah, Oh, precisely. sure, yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't explain? Well, no, I mean, I know very I basic... I know very There's... basic Polish. I can't explain that I've had my pubes caught in a zip. I've been there before. I seem to recall, <laughs> wasn't there a whiteboard or something there? Yeah. Yeah, well, couldn't you have used that to draw a basic diagram? <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. But, well, now, <laughs> next time you see... Next time I see them, yeah, I'll hand them all out photocopy diagrams of... Um, of, of pant hair. Pant hair. I've got an overhead projector you could use as well. Worth <laughs> it? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. that's um, that's all that's been happening to me this past fortnight. <laughs> you 
future music there on Ten Radio. I mean, that could just be made by one guy with a keyboard. That's not real music, Simon. No, they don't write them like they used to. Where's the words? Yes, precisely. Where's the words? If it's just been played on one keyboard, then what's the point of it? Oh, I may, as well, of... I may as well just play my demo button. I might as well just play my demo button, or just be J.S. Bach and Takata and Fuga D minor played on one keyboard. Ah, you see the fallacy. And of course, Simon, we do remember that occasionally a song played on a single keyboard is actually, you know, it can carry a real message. Sure. Formatting point of the show! Another one. Another one. Because there's two of us. Um, little sidebar listeners, the other day I was listening to an old podcast of the show and because I couldn't remember having the conversation with Simon, I genuinely forgot which of us was which. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, listeners, if you're having similar troubles, uh, I'm sat on the left as uh, as we look at the uh, mixing desk here. For another 12 minutes. Certainly. Mm. William, tell Simon. us what, what, William, what have you, what, what have what, you trapped what, in your what, zip this week? What have I trapped in? Well, Simon, uh, what I've trapped in my zip this week is dialogue with humans. Simon just scratched his inner thigh. Um, <laughs> yes, I've only had one day off from work in the past uh, hill, nearly three weeks. Excellent. So I've got basically nothing apart from stuff to do with work. But... I've weirdly been placed in charge of um, public address um, <gasps> for my department. The tannoy. The tannoy. <gasps> the tannoy, my I've friend. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Does it really make any sense? Because I've got absolutely no skill with uh, talking to the general public. No, certainly. I mean, no. this shows a testament to that. It certainly is. I can't just suddenly put on the klaxons when I'm in the middle of a tannoy. I've run out of stuff to say. It's golden scans. No. <laughs> 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 and also, if you're working and just you're not really talking to anybody, you're just kind of just floating about. You put the clothing out. You turn the clothing. Sure. You don't really exercise your voice at all. No. Okay. And I'm very aware that occasionally it's being bing bong. <laughs> Quite frequently, if I don't make sure I can talk first, yeah, nothing comes out. It's just. <laughs> Um, which is the noise I make while I work anyway. True. This is probably why I'm very used to it. So, I've come up with a fun scheme, Simon, to make sure that I'm okay for talking before yes. into the tannoy. Certainly. You come up with a good speech. And there's oh, okay. a lot of good speeches out there. I've used some of them before at Easter. I'm thinking in particular of... Um, hang on a minute, I'm going to have to lean away from the microphone, listeners. Woe unto ye, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites, for you stop up the kingdom of heaven against men. You know, that kind of stuff. Power now, brief mortal, for I am death, against whom no lock behold, nor fasten portal bar. That stuff. <laughs> so, you know, or singing in Latin, O fortuna verut luna statu variabilis. You know, right, oh, sure, sure, this is your warm-up stuff for the This tannoy. is my warm-up stuff for the tannoy. Yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. And so while people are busy <sighs> having nectar card inquiries and trying to find out the details of warranty, warranty information on soundbars, Oh, Fortuna! Bing-bong! Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome <laughs> to Sainsbury's Hankwich Farm. While shopping store today, one of visit our two clothing department, where we have many items of men's, women's and children's clothing reduced to half price. Sainsbury's, helping you live well. For less. <laughs> You do that in a very sexy voice there, Will. Yeah, that's my. That's now my channel. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sainsbury's. <sighs> Anchorage Farm. Um, I'm leaving. Oh, Sainsbury's Anchorage Farm. I'm leaving. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anchorage Farm, the jewel of the Riverside Retail Park. Which is good fun, yeah. and and but after a while that starts to get a little bit boring, and so as you may have noticed there, the slogan "Live well for less." Yeah. Um, 
I've just been leaving a longer and longer gap in between well <laughs> and for. Live well. But less. <laughs> and then I got into the habit of live well. But less. <laughs> Finger off Tanoi. Time. <laughs> I wish death on you people. Um, sorry, uh, Lisa, manager, if you're listening, stop it. <laughs> Told you not to. Um, yeah, but the problem is, you see... After a while, even that gets boring. Right, Live well okay. for less time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So now, whenever I finish the tannoy, what I'm doing is just walking away from the tannoy, coming up with different things. Um, here's a few ones that have stuck in my head. Um, Sainsbury's. The sun will not set again on your miserable lives. <laughs> this is tannoy sa- sign-offs. Yeah, just as preferred alternative tannoy sign-offs. Sainsbury's. The worms beneath your feet will feast on the blood of your foes. <laughs> Sainsbury's The whispered words before you sleep <laughs> Sainsbury's The gentle brush against your neck By darkness of night <laughs> These are all wonderful slogans, well Yeah, and they're very much ones that I'm loudly saying to myself As I walk away from the tannoy <laughs> Past the bemused inquirer after the location of onions <laughs> uh, That'd be a good one as well Sainsbury's We know our onions <laughs> Aisle three <laughs> Yeah, but it's not aisle three. Well, I know. know. Simon. What now? Um, You know, uh, like, uh, people that we've met in the past, right? Uh, And you know the way that some of them, like, have uh, stuff... um, Like, you know how life continues when you can't see it? Yeah, kind of. Like um, Schrodinger's life. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like somebody can be both alive and dead at the same time, yeah. according to the Heisenberg <laughs> uncertainty principle. Yeah, of course. So what you got to do is observe their status, of course, to collapse the waveform. Sure. Yeah. Can you think of somebody who might be alive or dead? Tom. Hmm. Probably. What is Tom up, up to now? Hello, Simon. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, and thank you so much for asking. Um, well, how are you, I suppose? Uh, I'm okay, thank you. You, you asked me. You yeah, asked no, me. no, 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 polite. Tom, Carl, I've got a question for you. Yes? Yeah. Carl, I'm hanging out with Jules in our new flat. Hello, Jules. <laughs> Jules, Carla says hello. Hi, Carla. Carla, Jules says... <laughs> Simon, tell Carla that Jill says hello. Okay, um, Carla. Jill says, hello, Carla! <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad to see that uh, our, our, our bitches are getting on so well. See you, Tom! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Simon. Bye. What is Tom up uh, <clears throat> That's a fun choice of uh, expression, Simon. Yeah, 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 I got a little yeah. bit carried away. You did get a little bit carried away, didn't you, Simon? Yeah, and, and, I, get... and I got in a little bit of trouble as well. I imagine you did. She did take umbrage with it, and yeah. quite right too. No, well, I don't know. Yes! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Response there. So, uh, so that's what Tom's up to, not challenging my appalling language about the ladies. So he's still hanging around with uh, Jules? Yeah, very yeah, much so. Really? Hanging around with her in a kind of, um, not in that way. Um, no, not in it, that way, no. Sorry, I was just making a hand gesture there but I mean uh, hang around he has got in, long hair in so much as um, in so much as uh, the, the hand gesture they're now, uh, now living uh, together in sin yes in sin sinful people well it is the 21st century isn't it so maybe I was right to use that word 
Mmm, the century of sin. I am not in love. Is that the sound of love and affection? Yeah. No, I've never heard that before. Well, no, you wouldn't have done. But um, <laughs> certainly, you know, ringing in my ears constantly. No, it isn't, Simon. You're one of the most hated people in the Western world. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Radovan Karadic crossed with Jimmy Savile. Oh, my word. Yeah. What? Am I? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Jimmy Karadic would be a great name. <laughs> Your cop's name. But he'd be like a really bad cop. Jimmy Garrett, your ass is grass. That would be some dialogue from the show, listeners. Yeah, precisely. But can we just move away from this his whole? His ass would be on the line. He's got the DA on his ass. It's mainly about his ass. <laughs> what a, and what an ass. And what an ass, Jimmy Garrett there, and his ass cop show. <laughs> Now, speaking of police-based ass entertainment, sorry, <laughs> yes. I understand you're going to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, boy. Keep it together. I'm stabbing him in the knee with a pencil to bring him back to the world. Um, <laughs> tack. Tack. Yes. 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 Oh, right, you are going to Poland. Tack. Are you looking at your list of Polish words? No, I'm not. No, no, no. no. I'll, 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 right. pop, I'll pop them away. Simon, what do you know about Poland? Let's start. Yes. How long is the coast of Poland? There, there is a... There might be one. There might be a coast of Poland. Probably about... Probably about five hours to drive across. Okay, where is the Polish Riviera? Um, Poland? Poland. Yes, Good Poland. Answer. Yes. Okay, now, now now we're on track, listeners. Okay, fine. I'm Where on the is zone. the longest road in Poland? <laughs> Poland! And what is the name of the longest road in Poland? The P1. <laughs> the Pwan. 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 Yeah. The long I'm, Pwan. I'm, I'm off to get some Wieszka. You're taking the Pwan? No, our traffic's backed up. That's my best Polish accent, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Mamy Imia Simon. Shut up. Sure. <laughs> That's what all the Polish are going to say to you. Yeah. Simon, what's your favourite kind of sausage? Meat. Don't, don't say Cumberland. No, meat. <laughs> meat sausage. Just meat sausage. Meat sausage. Okay, but what about if it was made of cabbage? Would that be a good thing or a bad thing, or just one of those additional things? I think it would be an additional thing, but like a learning experience. Oh, aren't I learning about other people's cultures? That's a very good idea. Yeah. Okay, Simon, yes, is there such a thing as a dry cake that's ever worth eating? Dry cake? Dry cake. Yes, biscuit. Mm, no, 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 no. That's biscuits. Oh, oh okay. Um, what's Rocky Turfy? A, delicious, or B, scarcely available when you really hope it will be, and you keep going back in, and it's just not there. Well, the stuff that you bought from the Polish shop. The Rocky Turfy? Uh, yes, the second bit. It's barely ever there. Yeah. But it's also, A, delicious. Yeah. Right, okay. I'm mean, so really enjoying this quiz about Poland. Well, right, okay. I know that I'm doing quite well as far as Poland quiz. Right, Simon. Poland. Yes, sir. Uh, good or bad? Uh, I will report back in two weeks. Wow, we're still <laughs> undecided at this stage. Yeah. Simon, what made you think I should go to Poland? Not you should. Make you think. You thought I should. You thought you should. What made me think if I If I was you yeah. and I'd thought I should go to Poland, yeah. what were the sequence of events that would have led up to me making that decision in the guise of you? Uh, well, probably working with a load of Polish chaps who seem quite nice and uh, appear to be quite nice on the first, you know. But, but I mean, who knows? The they could be awful afterwards. Um, and uh, then uh, them telling me how wonderful Poland is. You packed your bags yet? No. Silly boy. Ah, the sound of Franz Ferdinand Sparks and their 
Fun acronym there. Now, listeners, as all of you are probably aware, with the exception of shutting down over at Clatworthy, um, we, you know, sometimes you step outside, right? Mm. And it's almost like the outside is less climate controlled than the inside. Oh, wouldn't yeah. it be good fun to be able to predict such things? Uh, well, that's. The heck would you? Will? How the Franz Ferdinand sparks would you? Yeah. Well, Simon, there is a method by which one can do it, and it's been practiced for a great many time. And here, with the latest report from the Blet Office, is the weather. Sun. Thunder. Rain. Snow. More rain. Normal. Highs will be moving over the southwest of England, and Cothelston Hill will be taller than Ben Nevis. There will be a low front over most of England and Wales next week, bringing with it large quantities of gravel. Clouds will be dissipating from noon on Sunday and reforming when nobody is looking, so best kept staring at the sun. London will be experiencing high levels of snow and gravity this weekend, so probably best to avoid getting out of bed. A fog of anger will descend over the Midlands towards the end of the week before moving north through Newcastle and angering the sea. Hot jets of actual fire will be battering the south coast in the week, so no need for you to dig out the scarf just yet. Westerly winds will start checking out other options in life on Tuesday afternoon before settling on what they know best when darkness subsumes them. An army of cumulonimbus clouds are rampaging across the North Sea and will be hitting the coast at about 7.98pm on Tuesday. Clouds are expected to bring precious metals and new forms of weaponry to trade with the people of the northeast before settling in the area and breeding with the locals. And the clocks will be going back in time for Monday morning sunrise, so any history buffs out there might like to catch a glance at last March's missing morning. Residents in Swansea are advised to remain indoors at all times over the next few days, as a front of wet weather is expected that will make them wet. Like, really wet. And that's all the weather, and in conclusion for the next week, picnics. On this occasion, the storm will be preceded by a series of showers. But there is a storm coming. Um, Simon! Yes? You know how you deal with people a lot better and more than I do? Despite uh, the way that you work with cows. The milking buffoons. Sure, yeah, yeah. well, I know, I, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, you know? You know yeah, just... yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a raconteur. You're a raconteur? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an aviator. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm an industrial architect, sure. Yeah, carry on with your question. Yeah. Well, Simon, right, we both get overexcited about things because it entertains us every now and then, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Right. I, I'm having difficulty with the way that not everybody finds it hilarious to get overexcited about things. Oh, okay. The other day, I received the news that um, I uh, I received the news. I was I was offered the uh, chance to uh, go and do a little bit of hedge cutting. Right. Right. And it's a hedge I cut last year. Oh wow! And I went, oh brilliant! <laughs> you see, now you just said, oh wow, for no good reason. 
I'm genuinely excited. <laughs> You're genuinely excited. And I reckon the excitement's going to go up when I tell you. It's Janet Sunderland's hedge. Wow. Yeah, you see, Janet oh Sunderland. Oh, my. I mean, you've seen Janet oh Sunderland's hedge. Oh, my. OMG. I mean, that, oh, what, a, what a hedge. Oh, my. Shut the Franz Ferdinand Sparks door. It's Janet <laughs> Sunderland's hedge. And I kind of launched into this in a far more shouty, less worried about microphone levels way. Yeah. Janet Sunderland's hedge. I mean, Janet Sunderland. You know, you know, if I was a hedge, I'd... Yeah, that hedge. Oh, yeah, if I was two years younger and, and a hedge. Whoa. Oh, man alive. Whoa, that. mother. Man, I, I'd take that hedge around the garden where it already is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'd really take that hedge places. Nobody, nobody that I've... I've Because I've now... Who were you saying this to? Uh, Emma at home. Right. And yeah. <laughs> she, she seemed perturbed yeah. and, like, confused at my overexcitement. Yeah. And then I experimented with saying that to a person today that I was working with and again confused by this yeah. yeah but i mean is is this just us that gets overexcited about hedges because i mean <laughs> i mean i mean hedges are really good aren't they uh, i mean you could really go a hedge right now couldn't you yeah i mean for for the for the purposes of i mean in my day to day life i yeah yeah no i do get excited about hedges sure you do get excited about hedges yeah why don't other people get excited about hedges <laughs> cuz they're not as cool as us are they not as Oh, they're not as cool as us. No, it's a shame, isn't it? So do you reckon the excitement about hedges makes people cooler? Yeah. Right, so what we can actually tell the listeners tonight that will make them better people is that they should be excited about hedges. Listeners, look out your windows. Look yeah. out your windows. Can you see... I mean, I'm looking out the window here at 10 Radio. Yeah. Uh, and all I can see is a reflection of Will's face, which is a bit like a hedge. It is a bit and like I'd, a hedge, I, I, for one, would go there. I mean, and... What? You dumb... Well, no, it was just, I was just getting excited, Will. Like you were talking about earlier. It just, it's all I was doing. Simon. Isn't it awkward when people get excited? Simon, what now? This is supposed to be a light. I'm playing this to try and bring the mood back into a better position. Cool. This is supposed to be a light, family fun, right? You know, good time show. Right. Is, is it? Yes, it is, Simon. And well, you have been, brought the tone down, down the listeners, for the last you've been, 56 minutes, you've certainly. Been, you have been... You've just brought the tone down, Simon. Have I? You really have, Simon. Because we were talking very clearly about hedges and things like that, and then suddenly it's all about my face and how you'd go there. Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. I mean, that... Yeah, I mean, I would... Well, obviously I wouldn't, but, I mean, if we weren't brothers, and if you were two years younger, then, um... Yeah, I'd certainly... I'm already two years younger than you. <laughs> I know, but I really like people who are four years... I know, Carla's only one year younger. I like people who are either one year younger or four years younger than me. Right, okay. And How long has that been the case? Since the start of... Since... Look, I've just painted myself into a hairy corner. Yes, you and have just painted yourself. Now I don't know how into... to get out of it. No, you ha no, you don't. Are you going to apologise to the listeners? Light entertainment. Are you going to apologise to the listeners? Listeners, I sincerely apologise for suggesting that I, well, implying I never actually said it, but I think the, uh, did I think it. the implication was that I'd be quite happy to, you know, yeah, so make, make serious friends with Light entertainment with right, Will's yes. face. Yeah. Theory, get along famously. Get along yeah, famously with Will's face. Right, okay, so yeah, now I mean, I that, that was what was implied. What but it, I mean, no, it wasn't implied. That was that's what sort of just said, came out. It's what you said. Oh right, that's just what came out. Like that. yeah, sure. I wasn't implying that I'd like to. My and, two and, and, and a half just, years, the older than me, brother. For the record, I probably wouldn't want to. 
Probably. I definitely wouldn't definitely want to. Definitely like entertainment. Right, Simon. What now? Uh, you've apologised to the listeners? Well, I think so. You think, you think you've apologised to the listeners? Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. right. How are we going to react to a discussion about hedges in the future? With respect. Yes, for hedges. Yes. Yes. And we're not going to deviate, are we? No, sir. Good. Well, I hope you've learned your lesson. I have. This has been one of the oddest links we've ever done. like me, then you're probably called Ian, and you have three children, two of whom you're not particularly keen on. You drive a Renault Megane that's recently failed its MOT, you go to the pub quiz with your mum because she's the lady version of Stephen Fry, you're super pumped about the return of the Barry and Dr Collins show on 10 Radio in October, and you've got thyroid issues. If you're not like me, then bad luck mister, uh, slash missus, hmm, that's right listeners. Oh, it's the return of Barry and Dr. Collins. As the uh, handsome devil who uh, who uh, who was uh, featuring who, in that uh, jingle there. Who uh, was that? Well, it was a mystery, kind of mystery, kind of mystery guy. It was a kind of mystery, kind of mystery, mystery, mystery kind, kind of mystery it. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's a guy who turns up, he's, he's unknown in these parts, turns up every fortnight, and uh, some, some may see him on a Friday... Uh, it was me. Um, no, it was you. Yeah, it was, yeah I, did a, I did a sort of like a... You did a, a jingle because you were all excited about the return of Barry and Dr. Collins. There, there, yeah. There. And when, when is their show some? It's on tomorrow night. From, uh, tomorrow from, night. Uh, from 8 from o'clock. Uh, listeners, um, some, of you, some of you may be aware of uh, the, the work of Barry and Dr. Collins. Uh, stalwarts. Yes. More, well, in some, but apart from the when they have time off. Apart from when they have time off, That's certainly. not being a stalwart, is it? No. And also, listeners, I would also like to put a recommendation out for um, and about uh, a, a show called Music and Movement, which is hosted by Tim, who is on um, alternate Fridays, Fridays that we're not on, and I believe it's six to late. But certainly, if you tune in from seven, he'll certainly be on. Very good. He'll just be kind of hanging around. Yeah, he's hanging You around. went to a presenter's meeting, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you've actually met all these people again, haven't you? Yeah. Why well, I stay clear, Simon. You're getting too involved, man. You're, too... <laughs> You're like that time that David Astenbridge just suddenly jumped out of his helicopter and lamped a tiger who was about to eat a little baby deer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly like that. You're exactly like David Astenbridge plummeting from a helicopter with murder on his mind. <laughs> I mean, listeners, if you can think of anything that Simon's like more so than that, then feel free to email in. But I think I've just, I've just nailed you. Yep. <clears throat> like Barry nails cars together. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that sentence about what we weren't expecting. Beautiful, I love you. Will you be mine? Ah! Why are you doing... Who are you? For goodness sake! What's going on? Are you a chap? Ever wonder what it's like to give birth? Well, wonder no more. Dr. Ian is coming to Ash Bristol on Thursday for a practical demonstration of the process and is inviting men of all ages and genders to come along and get hooked up to his special machine. The machine, a repurposed catalytic converter, will split open the perineum of the men and suck out innards roughly the size and weight of a newborn baby. Recent attendee, Sir Freddie Bendy, said, It's quite an experience, one that definitely makes you think. 
and the Royal Jubilee will be held in Chipstable on Wednesday following the return of the village's Commonwealth membership status. In celebration of the fact, the residents of Chipstable will be all Canadian for the duration of the Jubilee and Neville Gramthorne, High Priest of the Chipstable Uni Unified Nonsense Temple, will declare himself King. Chipstable will be booted out of the Commonwealth on Thursday. Maximum Jeffrey's Total Circus is arriving in Fitzhen on Saturday to wow the crowds with his entertainments. Visitors to the circus will be delighted to hear that crowd favourites like Tall Stewart and Strong Barbara will be returning, along with new acts, odd-looking Julian and mentally ill Deborah. The circus will hope to repeat the success of its previous visit while reducing the number of audience fatalities that blighted last year's event. And October is of course now officially called Stoptober, and in recognition of this fact, verbs have been outlawed in Ashbrittle. <laughs> verbs are more childishly known as doing words, and this simple explanation of language has given cause for Megan Hugeness, whispering chief of Ashbrittle, to prevent any attempt at any action. Megan has refused to offer comment, obviously. Oh dear. Following a spectacular spelling mistake on a form at Buckingham Palace, the royal family will be holidaying in Hewish Champflower during the next ten days. The royals, managed by the Queen, will be erecting a series of tents on the outskirts of the village, followed by a swing ball set and an inflatable bouncy throne. Locals are invited to join the campers for their trademark full English breakfasts, but are warned to stay away whilst Prince Harry performs his science experiments. While the family were looking forward to getting away to St Lucia before the administrative cock-up, they are planning on making the most of their new holiday destination. A spokesman for the palace is quoted as saying, While the family were looking forward to getting away to St Lucia before the administrative cock-up, they are planning on making the most of their new holiday destination. Neville Gramthorne won't like that. And while the cat's away, the mice will play. That's right, due to the unfortunate absence of the Ten Parishes' only genetically valid cat, Fluffles, the whole of Preston Bowyer's rodent-like population have launched themselves across the borders and started stealing cheese, frightening women folk and spreading disease, rather than keeping these hobbies to themselves. In response to this infestation, official Wiveliscan warlord and devilish kisser Barry Summers has issued everyone with big boots. And <laughs> And those, those are literally the best things that could be happening since sliced bread. And in, over uh, the next two weeks, yeah, certainly six things. Yeah, six things. And if uh, if you know if you don't go to them, then prepare to be shot. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, or don't. Diego Miracles! Oh, what's that? It's an iPhone! The Age of Miracles! I think that might actually just be technology! Oh, but you'll try showing that to somebody from the 19th century! And it would look like a miracle! That was uh, The Age of Sasa. Miracles by, uh, well, it was called The Golden Age, actually, by a TV on the radio who were, uh, who were uh, on the radio just then. Played them on the radio. TV, TV on, the on, radio radio on the radio squared. TV yes. on the radio squared. TV on the radio squared. But of course, squared radio is kind of a square of radio, which could be TV. William, shut up. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I was just trying uh, to voice you in a monologue. No, 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 no. Just need to let the burp out there. <clears throat> oh, let the burp out. Burp, 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 etc. And burp, so on. Burp, 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 burp. Uh, burp, burp. Oh, I'll tell you a fun thing I've done this week, Simon. Go on, sir. I just remembered. Th that's is that the fun thing? I. <clears throat> I had to do some digging. 
<clears throat> right. Diggity, diggity, dig, 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 dig. For to make a trench, for to help a build our extension, you know? <laughs> build our extension, build a trench first, my friend. Bada bing. Bada bing, build our concrete in a trench. Now, we thought we'd identified everywhere where there might be services, like sewerage and stuff like oh, that. Oh, sure, know. pipes, yeah. Hey, here's a fun thing, Simon. What's that? I tell you, the smallest pipe, and the smallest pipe of them all, was the most important. That's right, Simon. Um, earlier on this week, I did actually uh, knock a kind of a hole in the um, water mains for the village of Ilton. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised I think I told you this. No, you hadn't told me <laughs> no, this. I hadn't told you this, I? No. no. It's good, but I did... I did Is Ilton a dry village now? No, it's not a dry village now. Right. But it's it's a bit scary because you're dealing with like houses. They're only like 50, 60 years old. Yeah. But, you know, it's very much a strange situation when you're busy digging away and you feel a big iron bar that you're digging with just glance off something and the next thing you know, there's a kind of puddle developing where previously there was no justification for a puddle. <laughs> very good fun. What did you do? What did I do? Yeah, walk off, yeah? Uh, no, I just kind of went... Oh. Did you cause a diversion and run away? Yeah, but I did was set fire to the house next door and leave by the nearest <laughs> exit, this door. Ha Um No, 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 but, but just just, uh, just kind of dealt with the situation, boxed it off and just have a look at it later. Uh, Simon? What? Don't ever drink the water from Hilton, because I've seen what the pipes are like. Yeah. You know what? What? Um, you know what rusts? Mm. Like iron. Yeah. 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 Right, and you know how, why iron rusts? Oxidisation. Yes. Did I get that right? You did actually get that right. Oh, That's yeah. very good, Sam. You know what water's made of? H2O. Yeah. What's the O stand for? Oxygen. Name a verb that oxygen can do. Oxidise. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm on chemistry fire. I'm on chemistry. That's the only kind of fire, sir. <laughs> exactly, sir. <laughs> I'm still the, accurate. I'm on the only kind of fire there is. Chemistry fire. <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, yeah. I'm on Latin fire. I'm on Latin fire. Amazing stuff. It looked like the inside of Wookiee Hole in Ilton's water main. Oh, dear. It was amazing. Properly lumpy, horrific. Not... You probably did them a favour. I probably did them a favour by knocking out a small amount of water from them for a little while. Listeners, if you're worried about the quality of your water, can I... This is a, a, a 10 Radio endorsed idea uh, that I've just had. Um, is, um, is, is go and do some digging outside your town and um, pop a little hole in the uh, main water uh, pipe coming into your town and, and just have a look inside and see what it's like. Are you suggesting the residents of the 10 parishes blow up Clatworthy Reservoir? At Christmas? Well, on Christmas needs, Day? If needs be, sir, oh, yes. On Christmas Day, sir? Because what would little Timmy do for water? He cannot drink champagne. Because He's he, too poor. He could try. He could try. Go on, grow a pair, little Timmy. Well, quite yeah, right, too. Where's your pant hair, little Timmy? Come on, grow on. Oh, well, well, on that note, I mean, that's a lovely... Oh, so, I guess what, what, ultimately what we've learned is that we're going to be destroying Clapworthy Reservoir this Christmas. Well, I should hope so. What a very sorry not-in-service Christmas. <laughs> Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From Saint Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. 
Your teeth falling out in all your dreams is merely a byproduct of your complete financial ruin. Your complete financial ruin is basically a byproduct of your being the kind of person who refers to having teeth loss nightmares as dreams. Taurus. An invasion of your home will be met with generosity on your part, which will confuse your assailants. Leaping on their confusion, you will diffuse the situation with a set of marriage proposals, the creation of a new generation, the formation of a new culture based on harmony and ultimately peace. Ants are such a nuisance, but you handled them admirably. Gemini. A brick in the post will be a sign from your postman that he wants to take your relationship to a new level. Return the gesture by offering him a large pane of glass, carried across the road by two people. Your postman is likely to accept your gesture by narrowly avoiding the glass, only to crash into two dozen crates of chickens. Cupid's arrow flies so true in such matters. Cancer. Ready-made concrete, a pair of Wellington boots you need not keep mobile, and an iron suit. This is all you need. Yes, it sounds like I'm advising you to cheat at Thursday's tug of war. But I'm merely advising you on Wednesday's events. Don't worry about it. Just assemble the items and await the storm. Leo. A new diet awaits you on Monday, as rationing will end and you will taste a banana for the first time since before the war. Virgo. Buy a new sofa. It doesn't matter what shape it is, nor the color of the upholstery. It doesn't even matter if it gets delivered. All you really need is the receipt. That receipt is your ticket to a better life. When you show all the other guys at the job center how well you're doing, they'll be so jealous, and then probably life will be better. Libra. Thundering feet will herald a new change in your life this Friday. At least, they sound like feet. I think they're feet. Either that, or it's just thunder. Either way, shortly after, you'll grow an extra head. The thundering noise isn't relevant, but it's nice to have warning. Scorpio. Tremendous news will arrive on the wings of a bat. Unfortunately, a representative of the RSPCA will be present and hold you to account for the state of the bewildered animal. 
the usual grilling from officials will follow. A normal week. Incidentally, the news will refer to the successful sale of your only cow, Sagittarius. When teases fail and sweetness doesn't work, attack. Attack with all your might. Have your bannerman lay waste to your foe's farmland. Siege his property. Bellow elaborate threats of gruesome evisceration. Make examples of his tenant farmers. Don't ever let it go. You big old Gandhi. Capricorn. Rain will spoil an otherwise perfect day on Monday. But there's always Scrabble. Aquarius. A salient point is an observation made that is germane to the topic under discussion. A saline point is a dagger made of salt. Both will have purpose in an unsuccessful attempt to negotiate a new phone contract. Pisces. You will leave your phone unlocked in your pocket on Monday and accidentally phone International Rescue. Congesting the phone line will result in a volcanic explosion going largely uninterrupted and ultimately result in 30 million pounds worth of destruction to Hereford. All because of yo fat ass. Well done. Calmness. Now, William Lee. Hello, Simon Lee. <laughs> I have known you for 28 and a half years. During this time, I have come to respect your opinion on things. Oh. Not. Oh, don't. Oh, Born in the 80s. Lovely stuff. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of fun, wasn't it? Now, William, another thing that's a lot of fun is um, is the Facebook, isn't it? Oh, the oh isn't it good oh, fun? The isn't Facebook. it good fun? Hey, remember that idiot from school? What the? How have you got a company car, but you're an idiot? Oh, the Facebook. Facebook. Oh, what a lovely... Bringing people together, uh, learning about all sorts of things. I meant just uh, on people. Regarding... Um, yep. Um, <laughs> now, William, you know, on the Facebook occasionally, there are things that, like quizzes, aren't there? Oh, that sort of tell you, tell you much, about yourself. How much of a psychopath are you? What colour pony are you? That kind of yeah, thing. How yeah, how tall is your ideal woman? Yeah. So, I was confronted with this one. Um... What colour is your name? Oh my god! <laughs> Which seems to me, I mean, there are some ridiculous things out there that these people, these people, these people who are my friends, Hang insist on. on filling out. I'm just going to check. I'm just going to write my name down. That's black. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What colour is your name? I'm just going to check, Simon. Simon. Yeah, that's black. It will's written it down. It's, yeah, black, it's again. black again. Yeah. So there's ten questions, Will, and it might How be could fun. There be ten questions. <laughs> there might, this might be fun. How many letters are in your name? One to five, six to ten, ten or more. Six to six to ten. Yeah. What letter does your name start with? W. Yeah. Do you have a yep. middle name? Yep. Yes. Do other people say your name correctly? No. Most people can say it, but few can't. We'll go with that. 
which quality do you admire most in people? Humble, openness, wisdom, patience, courage, or uniqueness? Tusks? <laughs> uh, that would be under wisdom. Uh, what old language would you learn? Greek, Latin, Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew. Or, Hebrew or Aramaic? Isn't Hebrew and Aramaic the same one? Well, we'll go with Aramaic then. Okay. How often do you talk to strangers? Daily basis, when they come across, rarely. When they come across? Yep, there we are. <laughs> Does your name mean something? Yes, it has a meaning and I know it. I'm sure it means something, but I don't know it. I don't think it means anything. It's just a name or other. <laughs> I mean, other presumably is my name does not have a meaning. Yes, I do know. It means Helm of Resolution. Wilhelm. How often do you meet someone that has your name? Very rarely. A few times a year. Very often. I think I'm the only one with my name on Earth. What? A <laughs> um, few times a year. Lastly, would you change your name for $10,000? What, so I'm called $10,000 Lee? <laughs> yes. <know> yes. yes. <laughs> well, your name... The colour of your name. The colour. <laughs> the colour of your name. The colour of my name, Simon, is yellow. The colour of my name is yellow. Your name tells people that you are welcoming and cheerful. You are open to all the love in the world. What? You are a warm person who can't help but uh, can't help but make others feel comforted. You are truly radiant. You are the sunshine in other people's lives. You make more of a difference than you realise. Listeners, may I formally invite you to go yourself. And that would be a lesson to all of you. Now, Simon, in the last thing we were discussing names. Yeah. Right, and also previously I've been mentioning the place where I work, where there's a regular hiring situation. Now, Simon... Yeah. You know I'm not very good with human beings, despite my name apparently being yellow. Yeah. Right? So uh, the easiest thing for me to do is just rename people as I go. Oh, sort of make up names for You them. just make up names, they go, hello, my name's Mark, and you go, yes, but you look like a popular shops, don't you? So now I'm going to call you popular shops. <laughs> <laughs> you know. At some point it'll be reduced to pop shops, then possibly pops, you know, but for the moment you're popular shops. For sure. more purposes, you're popular shops. Yeah. Right. Um, and I've, I've, I've essentially renamed everybody on my department. Yep. You know, so uh, a quick run through. Uh, Davina Davers, um, uh, Jessica, the first Jessica, uh, uh, Miss Rabbit, obviously Jessica Rabbit. Of course. And then there was another Jessica who uh, went uh, Jess, Jess two, and then I thought, well, I'll spice it up, Jess two K, and then it was Y two K, and now I just call her Bug. Um, <laughs> there's uh, uh, Barb, who's Brabbles. There's um, uh, Henry, who's Heinrich. There's. Um, there's the tiny, uh, tiny uh, uh, lady Helen, who I refer to as Helster because I prefer to think of her as a kind of int in, like tiny Ulster unionist. Of course, yeah. Well, I like the idea of a four foot high um, blonde, slightly ditzy um, lady going no marching. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also like Craig. Who doesn't? Yeah, Craig is Cletus, and you know, Sue Two's Toosie. Yeah, obviously Toosie. Problem recently came up. Yeah, okay. I ran into a stumbling block, and I might need your help here. What are they called? Uh, stumbling block. <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Name. <laughs> I'll call you Jeff. You ran into Jeff. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. We had, we had got a new uh, person on the department. Yeah. Uh, first of this new batch of uh, hirees. Yes. Uh, Zoe Green is the name. Okay. If, you're, you know, if this in some way infringes on your privacy, shut up. Sure. Because I need a new name for her because she does not like the name I gave her. 
Zoe Green. Zoe Green. What did you give her? Zog. Zog. Do you know that's exactly what I was thinking? Uh, <laughs> you were on right. Zog as well. I was absolutely the first thing I thought was Zog. Zog's a great name. Zogger. Zog. Yeah. Zogger. Oh, Zogger. Zogger. Zogo. Zogo. See, this is the thing, right? Because she, she really doesn't like Zog. She really does not like Zog. Which is a pity because everyone else likes Zog and has started calling her Zog. Greeno? 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 Could I call her the money? Would that be a weird thing to call, call her? Call her the money pit. Call her the money pit? Yeah. Well, I can't just call her the money pit because that's a bit depressing, isn't it? M pit. M pit. M people? M people. Who's in M people? Heather Small. Heather. Heather. I'm going to call her Heather. Hetty. Hetty. Call her Hetty Wainthrop Investigates. Okay, I'm going to call her the Investigator. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so, yeah. the chain I've now got to memorise is... Yeah. Green, the money, the money pit, M pit, M, -pit, M, -pit, M, -pit, M people, Heather Small, Heather, Hetty, Hetty Wainthrop Investigates, the Inspector. The Inspector. <laughs> Every time she turns up for a shift, I can go, Hello, the inspector calls. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. There's no bodies else here, the inspector. There you go, see the inspector. So congratulations, Excellent. Zoe. Well, Zog, well, not Zog anymore, but the, yep. the congratulations, inspector. Congratulations, the colleague formerly known as Zog. You are now the inspector. We look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. Oh, shush up. Shush up. Mews have really lost their Devonian accent, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, they yeah. have. They turn yeah. their back on their Tavistock heritage. Tavistock? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Timberth or something. It begins with a T. It's from Devon. It's Muse. That's right, and this <laughs> has been Sorry Not In Service. It has been Sorry Not In and Service. We, and uh, William, 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 on an, on an evening like this, a balmy evening such as this is, it's nice to be able to sit back, relax, and learn some stuff. It is indeed. So, should, uh, what, what have we learnt? Yeah. Bitches is a bad word, but Tom don't mind, which makes him worse than the man who said it first. And the Polish are apparently all incredibly arrogant. Uh, I've learned that Barry cuts and shuts cars when he's not being a devilish kisser. And of course, this Christmas, we're all going to be blowing up Clapworthy Reservoir. Um, I've also learned that uh, if you love your pants, let them go before they cause more problems than they solve. And we've learned that my name is William and my name is Yellow. And ain't nobody calls me Yellow. That was sorry not in service. And, um, well, we are sorry. Yeah, but we were in service. And just try and remember that, all right? Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. Well, listeners, that was it. <clears throat> was it fun? <laughs> left William William feeling very morose. Uh, but uh, I'm sure hopefully it hasn't for you, listeners. And uh, oh. hopefully it's made you feel like that noise that William uh, just gave. Uh, uh. I am literally Popeye. I am Popeye. I am recording. Hello. 